0: Hello, everyone. My name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Myers Detox podcast. We have a very special show because I want to help you guys through this crisis that we're dealing with right now. I mean, this, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic is unprecedented in human history and you know we we had you know 100 years ago a pandemic of similar magnitude and i'm aiming to give people resources to help them through this crisis situation right now and today's podcast is part of our Coronavirus Support Series podcast. You guys can go check that out on iTunes right now and all the podcast uh, you know apps out there, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, what have you. It's everywhere. And it's number four right now in self-improvement in the United States. And uh, it's in the top 10 of the few categories that it's in. And so it's really clear to me that these messages are helping people Through this right now, and today I have Dr. Darren Weissman on the show, and he is going to be talking about um, you know the lifeline into our subconscious to release trauma, and he has helped victims all over the world. Uh, He's helped. Rwandan genocide victims, people whose entire families have been murdered. He ha- he went to Australia to help people who's lost their homes or their family or the entire neighborhood was burned down where they lived. And uh, he really is an expert on helping people deal with trauma. And, and people right now are dealing with it's something they've never experienced in their life before, so listen up. But today we're talking about um, you know tools that people can use to stay present in the current moment and sidestep fear. We'll talk about his lifeline protocol to help people overcome trauma quickly and also how to change your perspective in an instant to reframe and feel better about your life in circumstances. And, but it will also walk us through a meditation to ground us in infinite love. Really, really good show today. And so Dr. Darren Weissman is a chiropractic holistic physician. He's developer of the Lifeline Technique, and he's an international keynote speaker and teacher in the field of consciousness and emotional health and a multi-best-selling Hay House author. He's been featured in the award-winning documentary Heal on Netflix and films Emotion, Making Mankind, Beyond Belief, and The Truth. Dr. Weissman has written for numerous publications, including Natural Health, The Huffington Post, Prevention, and InStyle. Dr. Weissman was named the thought leader for the United Breast Cancer Foundation and United Women's Health Alliance and voted the top holistic position in the Chicago metropolitan area. His passion is teaching people the lifeline technique to intentionally change the emotional programs of the subconscious mind. You can learn more about Darren at thelifelinecenter.com. Dr. Weissman, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Pleasure. Thanks so much, Wendy.
0: So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background?
1: Uh, I have been a practicing holistic physician for going on 26 years now. Um, My first initiation into the medical model was just struggling as a child and wanting to have another way um, other than what I knew. And I was raised in the medical model. And so I studied to be a medical doctor, but I didn't like the concept of taking a pill for every symptom, um, but didn't know anything different. And um, through circumstances, I was introduced to chiropractic, and that opened up a whole world for me as far as just understanding the body's natural ability to heal itself, which one room ended up opening up another door to another room. I discovered acupuncture and Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine and the chakras and the essence of kinesiology, applied kinesiology, different systems like that, homeopathy, studying in Sri Lanka, studying in China, and um, getting into the mind and trauma and emotions, neuroemotional technique, EMDR. I just became super passionate about these incredible ways that we can evoke our fullest and greatest uh, potential, peak potential as a human being. Um, And that led me to, in 2002, awakening to a unified system of all these different parts um, that come together in an elegant step-by-step fashion called the Lifeline Technique. Um, This is something that I've been teaching for the past 17 years around the world uh, to anyone who's just eager to know about themselves and their subconscious mind and their emotions and how this affects us as far as our health. And well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, behaviorally, and how to create uh, really quick, effective, laser-like shifts in our mind, and then as a result, you know, optimize our health and um, and bring out our best self.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's if anyone needs something right now, it's a lifeline. It's and that's, life. that's why I wanted to have you come on the show um, because you've worked with trauma victims around the world and, and really uh, and as an expert in this have helped, I mean, tens of thousands of people dealing with trauma. Can you talk a little about your work in that field?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'll give a direct example. Um, a little over 10 years ago, um, Prior to this past year, the biggest fire um, in Australia's history, this past year was the biggest fire in Australia's history, but prior to that, the biggest fire was north of Melbourne in a place called King Lake. Um, the fire ended up killing um, hundreds of people, families, children. It was as brutal. Myself and a group of other certified lifeline practitioners were given uh, special um, badges to go beyond behind the lines and... Um, into the areas where we could actually work with the people that had survived. Um, we'd never really had that experience at that level before. There was one house that stayed standing. Uh, it was a woman named Rhonda McGibney. Everything around her was just charred. There was just um, cars that were just charred and uh, fire, uh, fireplaces, the brick that was there, tricycles. Um, it was a horrific uh, scene, went in there and uh, we worked with person after person, people that have lost everything, their lives, their family members, their neighbors. Um, And it was amazing as a result, and we'll go into the detail of how this happens, but as a result of going into the fire as what I like to call the portal versus the problem, a portal is um, a doorway it's a doorway into the next greatest version of ourselves, And in the lifeline, we bring people through a step-by-step process that enables them to, rather than being in the movie, being an observer of the movie. Yeah. And, and that changes everything. And um, at the end of that day, at the end of the multiple days that we were there, all these people whose lives were absolutely destroyed and, 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 and changed forever and horrific and tragic, um, we were able to see a different, see the experience from a different lens, feel it with a different filter. And that enables growth to begin. And what was really amazing is just as we were driving on in, one of the most haunting parts of that experience was that the forest, which was just expansive, was just bare and charred. And there was no sound, there was no birds. But what was amazing is there had been one rain. And that one rain, when we got out, just to look around, just to take it in, you could see sprouts growing in the ashes. And I know that with what's going on right now, it's so traumatic on so many levels. Emotionally, what's going on for so many people, it's triggering such deeper layers of memories that we don't even know are there that are being brought to the surface. And when we learn how to, and I'm going to keep it simple, move through this with love in the face of fear, learn how to take action in the face of reaction, that things start to grow. Things start to grow. My, I was telling you before we started, my family and I just traveled for a long time. We just came back as a result of what's going on with COVID-19. Um, You know, where that fire was, um, it's completely uh, been restored. In Australia, they've just recently experienced a whole other level of tragedy, and now this. But, um, you know, change is life. Life is change. And uh, when we can move through trauma, PTSD, post traumatic stress, we become more resilient. We discover that there's post traumatic growth that exist in it. We just need tools and strategies to support ourselves.
0: In yeah. Doing we, that. Yeah. We have to learn to adapt and we have to deal with changes as, as uncomfortable as that may be. And, and I like that you, you're talking about, you know, shifting our perspective and looking at this as perhaps an opportunity, an opportunity for growth. Because there's, you know, and I'm doing the same thing. I decided this week to move to Texas to be near my family. And it's it's very difficult in the face of you know what's going on right now. And it's stressful enough as it is. And I think everyone is going through like a grieving process and reevaluating their lives, reevaluating family um like who they have in their lives that they can maybe group with finances just everything and it's it's i'm definitely going through a grieving process as well and so you know i'm very much looking forward to what you have to say so talk to us about this lifeline uh process that you develop what does that look like how can we employ that
1: well um what it looks like is a step-by-step process for helping us change our perception. And we perceive in life, not truth, but we perceive in life what we believe. And so inside of each of us, inside of our minds wired into our nervous system are these core beliefs of who we think we are and Experiences that we've had. And these beliefs become uh, a way in how we see ourselves and the world around us. These beliefs become a filter that, in one moment, you know, a a particular belief gets triggered and it could be the most beautiful thing or it can be the most negative thing. And we're on one spectrum or the other. Perception in any given moment is based upon core beliefs. And so the Lifeline uses, it's, um, it's a flowchart that I literally downloaded in a moment of um, clarity or insanity. I'm not sure which one. Um, <laughs> I had a vision of everything that I'd studied and things that I'd seen, things that I'd never seen. And uh, I yelled to my girlfriend, who's now my wife, babe, get me a pen and paper. And I scribbled out this flow chart um, that is a, a roadmap of the mind. The mind's this invisible field. And with this process that's called kinesiology, muscle reflex testing, we're able to know, we're able to use the nervous system as a feedback For shifting these anxious, worrying, limited, I'm not enough patterns, beliefs in our mind that are affecting directly uh, the health of our body, affecting how we show up in any and every given moment. We're able to shift these with specific intention. We're able to create a consciousness that, empowers us to discover that at the core of where we have limiting beliefs is truly a core of infinite potential it's built upon when the one philosophy and i touched on it a little bit but it's so simple that it often just kind of like goes past us and the philosophy is that there are no problems and this sounds really naive because we go well I'm in pain. I'm traumatized. I'm so fearful. What am I gonna do? I can't work. You know, I've got a family member who is in the hospital. I can't see them. Somebody died. There's so many intense things that are happening right now. We're not saying just because something isn't a problem, because that it's a portal, we're not saying that it's not painful. Life's painful life's scary, life's stressful. But when we choose to look at it as meaningful, like maybe there's a pattern here, maybe there's something that's going on here that goes beyond what I can recognize in this given moment. Maybe this might be on some level, it seems crazy because it's so traumatizing and tragic, Maybe this is happening for me on some level. And if we're just open to that, and I've just come to know, I've done over 100,000 Lifeline sessions. I've trained people all around the world. I've been through people that have been through genocide in Rwanda. And I've been with people who experienced trauma that has caused their minds to dissociate in multiple different places. And I've come to a realization, it's not about fixing it's not about making anything go away. It's not about, you know, you're broken and I'm going to be the healer for you. That there's an intelligence in fear. There's a wisdom in the patterns of symptoms and disease, individually and collectively, because we're all one. If this hasn't proven that, I don't know what does. So, you know, the biggest thing is there are no problems. There's only portals. And so, you know, that's so simple to say, but it's a real long learning curve. And especially maybe if you're new to doing inner work, and, you know, and you and you, you know, you've just, you know, just like, wow, I'm being thrown into this. Or even if I've done a lot of inner work, and and just like it just brought up so much. You know, at what point isn't it a portal? It's always a portal. And now, how would we apply the lifeline? So if I like, okay, I want to get to the root of my subconscious. How do I do that? The subconscious is like a submarine. It's sub, it's invisible. You don't see it unless it shoots a torpedo or it surfaces, or you got sonar. We've got sonar, lifeline technique, it's sonar. And we're able to dance with this invisible partner called the subconscious mind, Through kinesiology and these specific steps that enable us to make contact with these memories that live in our subconscious mind. Memories that have not yet been fully processed, that are emotionally charged. Memories that, when our environment triggers them, boom, they come to life. In the design, Wendy, is amazing, because our brain and our body aren't designed to know the difference between memory or reality or imagination. So we can use, then, intention, imagination, observation. We can use affirmations, triggering different senses to evoke the subconscious mind And create a rapport, create a loving, compassionate, gentle relationship with a part of ourselves that up until now we've been afraid of, we've hated, we've judged, we've hid, we've been shamed by. That we're able to create a connection that's authentic and meaningful. I, I, I know Greg Braden just recently talked about this as far as you were talking about, like, we're all grieving. We're all grieving for sure. You know, in the stages of grief, you know, denial, anger, you know, depression, bargaining, acceptance, and then he talked about how the next stage, the evolved stage beyond what Elizabeth Kubler-Ross taught about in the five stages of grief, the the sixth stage is finding meaning. That when we can find meaning in a circumstance then we've changed our perception. Wayne Dyer said it changed the way you view things, the things that you view change. But when I'm viewing through the lens of the memory of a three-year-old little boy that was in an environment where mom and dad were what mom and dad were, that circumstances were angry, insecure, not safe, not supported, whatever they might have been, everyone is healing from something. Then that, that three-year-old little boy or girl, it takes over. And then all of a sudden, I can't, I, can't, I can't beat that. My subconscious mind, your subconscious mind, our subconscious mind is seven times faster than our greatest ninja-trained self. So we can be good meditators. I can be doing affirmations all day long. I can be doing all kinds of things. When the subconscious mind gets triggered, it's always going to be on the leading edge because it's not happening to us, it's happening for us. It's being triggered all day long. Every three to five seconds into subtle to sometimes big, now it's big, reactive patterns of fear that evoke these, evoke what I like to call the triad where our environment Hijacks our heart. Now our heart is beating based upon the environmental vibration of let's just call it fear, and now as the as the heart is beating with this, whoo, sends a signal to the brain. The brain is just the brain. The brain is just transducing information, taking information from the outside, energy from that side, and turning into electrical signals that we can hear, smell, taste, feel. The brain takes that fear, produces chemicals of fear. These chemicals of fear are coursing through our bloodstream, binding to our cells, just like a virus. I call it a thought virus, where it impregnates our cells, and now our cells on a DNA level, it's epigenetic level, but it's a reactive epigenetic level, are being programmed by fear, so the cells are feeling, functioning, and forming new cells of fear. And then that perpetuates even a deeper level of stress, other than the COVID 19 coronavirus and the 5G patterns of electromagnetic frequencies and all these different aspects of economic implosion that is going on around the world. We got to stop. We got to get present. And we need to begin to make a, a connection, a loving, compassionate, gentle, I like this word a lot, curious connection with this invisible subconscious mind so that we can learn to use it as a tool rather than what's happening in our world, Wendy, where our subconscious mind has become this tormentor that has then created a whole different level of uh, pandemonium and and reaction and and fear. And it, it, it doesn't have to be that way. There's just a step-by-step process.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think people don't, uh, and I, I feel like right now that a lot of us, even that feel like we're very emotionally stable, had been through a major roller coaster of stress and fear and anxiety. Yeah. And uh, so I can only imagine maybe people that have had a lot of trauma in the past maybe haven't dealt with or didn't know how to deal with it or weren't aware of it because consciously a lot of people that have had trauma think, Oh, I'm fine. I had therapy or I did this, or that's not bothering me, but that trauma imprint is can still be there and it can't, it doesn't have to be anything really horrifying. It can just be something you weren't emotionally ready to deal with at the time that is still kind of imprinted on your subconscious affecting your Mental emotions, you know, and, and your health as well. And can you talk a little about that?
1: Yeah, I mean the 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 imprints are, um, you know, their conditions, they're conditioning, they're Pavlovian. And what I mean by that is just for people that might not know the Pavlovian conditioned dog, Pavlov, you know. Starved a dog, not to death, but he, the dog was hungry. Showed the dog some meat, rang a bell. Showed the dog some meat, rang a bell. Rang a bell, then showed meat. Dog salivated. The dog salivated to something that had nothing to do with eating. It was conditioned, it was imprinted. It left a fingerprint on the soul, the nervous system of that puppy dog. And, and so that happens with us primarily between the ages of conception and seven, um, at least in this life here where the cement of the mind is wet and absolutely impressionable and everything and everyone around us, um, their consciousness, their, their abilities, their inabilities, their, you know, and their ability to own their power directly influences everything about us. Not right, wrong, good, or bad. I mean, people at their core truly, I believe, are loving, but we can't give what we don't have to give. You know, So a domino effect happens. And so, you know, whether it be subtle to extreme levels of fear um, that, or patterns that are imprinted within us, when they do get triggered by colors, sounds, and there's my doggy right there saying, Hold on one second, he just wants to get out of this room. When, when, when we get triggered by literally the color blue, the, uh, the, the sound of a robin singing, a smell of spaghetti sauce, you know, certain, certain types of sensory stimuli activate these imprints and they in an instant come to the surface. And now I'm not able to perceive the reality that I'm in. I'm perceiving through whatever memory hasn't been processed. And you're so right. It can be subtle or can be extreme levels of, uh, trauma or loss that we've occurred, shocks that we've occurred, uh, experienced in our life. Uh, there's this concept that's called T minus one. Have you heard of T minus uh, one? No, I haven't. Okay. So T minus one is it really, it's an interesting phenomena of the mind and of the brain. And T minus one is in any given moment when we're not able to um take action move towards something when we're not able to willfully move towards something and the environment around us isn't able to hold us and and move towards something then the subconscious mind says i got you i got you i'm gonna now do my first primary job for you i'm gonna protect you and what it does is it goes like this and it takes a snapshot picture of sounds, color, smells, taste, touch, feelings, uh, everything that's going on in that moment, and it downloads it, downloads it into short-term memory files, and then T perceived trauma, T minus one perceived trauma minus one millisecond, it backs up one millisecond. So literally, what it does, the subconscious mind, is it programs us to forget. Because it doesn't allow the brain, the limbic reptilian doesn't allow the, the the frontal part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex that makes us really smart, creative, compassionate, present, present curious, doesn't allow us to have access to that. We go T minus one. And so we've been programmed to forget. So meanwhile, I'll just continue to stay on that three or four-year-old little boy. Here I am at 10 or 19 or 23 or you know, 35, or I'm going to be 52, here I am. And that gets triggered by what? One of those senses that is downloaded in the short-term memory. Now the color, now the smell, now the taste, now the feeling. And we immediately forget we're in a form of a trance, a hypnotic state of amnesia. We're, we're not, and, and it literally becomes a state of being. And that, and that state of being is really subtle on some, on some levels. And other levels, it can take us to the place of like complete dissociation and, and walling off. There's different levels of this. Nevertheless, it's portal. And so what I really encourage people to do is to get curious and go, all right, what's triggering me? Who's triggering me? You know, what do I think about? And then I get triggered. A lot of people are like, I don't want to think about that. No, you know what? Let's be curious. Cause I'm going to teach you something really simple. Cause there's a simple, simple, simple application of lifeline. And then there's an elegant intricate component in an art of becoming a practitioner and guiding people through the depths of evolutionary change. But in the moment, I'm going to teach you something really cool. So, Right now, there's a lot of things that trigger us. We can think about our loved ones. We can think about how we're feeling lonely. We can think about politics. We can think about finances. We can think about, I got a move going on. Oh my goodness, how am I going to get movers? Are there movers these days? And different things. There's so many different things. But just notice what triggers you, right? And, And then just ask yourself this question. Would I choose to feel the way I'm feeling right now? Would I choose to feel anxious? Would I choose to feel out of control? Would I choose to feel overwhelmed? Would I choose to feel helpless or powerless? Would I choose to be um, sick with any symptoms, stress or disease? What's the answer every time, Wendy? Would you choose to feel helpless, sad, anxious, powerless,
0: overwhelmed? I am always going to choose to try to feel better, feel positive, yeah. you know, find the solution, you know, but in the past when I was maybe not as maybe adept uh, emotionally, I would succumb to helplessness and depression. And But that's um, not a
1: choice, that's called succumbing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's succumbing, exactly.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's a stupid question, but I like to call it the truth question because everyone answers the same question this question the same way the answer is hell no i'm not choosing to feel fearful or out of control or helpless you know or like this is the end of the world and you know and nothing's uh, nothing will happen beyond this the answer is no way i would never choose this of course not but here's the education when we're aware and when we are observing what triggers us we're aware when we're aware we're conscious and only when we're conscious can we choose our conscious mind makes up two to 10% of our mind only when we're conscious only when we're aware do we have a choice so when we're aware of something that of course we wouldn't choose that's the sweet spot that's not the active choosing mind that's a subconscious reactive mind and that's the programmed imprinted conditioned mind
0: yeah and I think it's also important to realize that you know you're more bound to succumb if you don't have a tool set that you can use to help get you to a different mindset
1: right and so a, a way to shift judgment of yourself or the world about you around you in any given moment is simply of just observe what who where does it trigger me what does it take now i'm triggered you know You know, especially when we're in close, you know, we've got three kids, 15, 13, 11. We've been traveling for 10 months together really close. Now it just continues on, right? Here we are. Different things start to heat up. What triggers you? Who triggers you? What do they say? And now I've reached the boiling point. Now I'm angry. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed. I'm giving up. I'm cowering, whatever it might be, right? Would I choose it? Hell no, I wouldn't. That's the subconscious mind. You made contact. Awesome. Now. The simple ER ER911 move is this, this hand posture. This hand posture means I love you in American Sign Language. You take this hand posture because love is the answer. Choosing love in the face of fear. You want a miracle? The Course in Miracles says evolving fear into love is a miracle. So we have an opportunity for massive miracles in our world right now. Because there's a lot of fear. So take love, put it over your heart, and like a warm blanket, and join me with this one. Put love right over your heart right now, right? And connect to that beautiful heart of yours who is courageously showing up in the world right now to make a huge difference because people need what you're doing right now. And people are so desperate for a lifeline, like you said, right? And connect to your heart because that takes... A lot of courage, and it's a big responsibility, but it has to be done. Now's the time. Not tomorrow, not a week. Now's the time. And just connect to your own emotions. Connect to your own feelings. And now here's the secret sauce. The words infinite love and gratitude. Go ahead and say that. Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Take a deep healing breath. Infinite love and gratitude. These words, this hand posture, is a universal healing frequency. It's very simple. It doesn't work if you don't use it. But our mind, when it's in a thought of fear, feeling of fear, biology of fear behavior of fear around people that are fearful when we you don't even have to put this over your heart but just do it it's fun right it's fun put it over your heart lock on in get into your superhero powers like spider-man put it over your heart and go infinite love and gratitude and the mind the brain cannot be in love and fear at the same time It, it can't it's binary it's just the nature of the system so as you do that you'll start to notice As I'm even around this person or thinking about this situation, you'll start noticing the sharp edges soften. You'll start noticing, oh, my heart slows down, my breathing starts to relax. I start to get an inner sense of calm and peace. Confidence starts to grow. I start to feel a a light, which is called joy inside, simply yet profoundly, infinite love and gratitude. Now there's a whole other art and science to this that enables people to make deep connection and then guide this subconscious part that's been caught in the hamster wheel, the groundhog day, right? That's been caught in this imprint conditioning, you know, way of being. There's a way to do that. And I've trained people around the world to become certified in the lifeline and to know that there are tools that you can use for your own self-mastery for your own raising your conscience. I'm actually doing a free program on the 18th um, of April, three weeks, 18th, 27th and May 2nd, where uh, it's th- a three weeks, hour and a half each week where I'm guiding people through in an awesome process. We're going to be doing some really deep healing and support to help people to process these emotions for physical health, for emotional health, and understanding how to create and design and manifest in our world today. So tools are important.
0: Yeah, I love that. And so can you talk a little bit about this process, like this step-by-step process and just maybe the highlights? I know you'll be going in depth you know, in that that three week, um, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've got a whole year long certification program. I mean, yeah. <laughs> even in the three weeks, it's like we're going to be scratching the surface, but we're going to be making massive change to empower people to know it's possible. Yeah. But the first thing is about getting connected. And I'm happy to guide you through the connection if you'd like.
2: Yes, absolutely. Let's do okay. it.
1: The first step is called the connection. And it's kind of like tuning an instrument before you play it. Right, it's like much better to tune that guitar before you get on the strings. Uh, Our body is an instrument, and our body has uh, strings of consciousness that are called acupuncture meridians, and it has specific areas along what are called the power centers, the chakras, where energy goes in and out of the body. Everything is energy, and so I invite you to follow me with this process. It's acupuncture without needles. It's kind of like a qigong type of process. The only thing that you need to know how to do, and anyone who's following right now, just um, follow Wendy and I in, the, in this process. The only thing that you need to know to do is when I go infinite love and gratitude, you simply go infinite love and gratitude as well. So I invite you to take a deep healing breath And as you exhale, just take a moment right now to acknowledge that right now, in this very present moment, you are showing up for the very most important person in the entire world. That no one can show up for you, for us, for ourselves, as well as we can. And when we do show up for ourselves, then we give other people permission to be a part of our dream team. We begin the connection by taking either hand, either hand, all five fingers, including the thumb, together, just like this. Put it right to the crown of your head. This point up here is your spirit point. And Wendy, and all the listeners, your spirit's pure love. Take your hand in the I love you posture. Put it right over the center of your chest. We're raising the vibration of every single one of the cells of your body right now that are naturally designed to heal, completely regenerate, because you're already whole. We do this by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Keep your hand on your heart. Lift up the crown point. Gently touch it back down. We're raising the vibration between your feeling passionate heart and your spirit, the divine light. That is the truth of who you are. Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Awesome. Take both hands away. Touch them down at the same time. As we unify, we harmonize the spirit and the body One feel the pure love is in the driver's seat right now. Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Relax. Take a deep healing breath. Let it go. Let go of any negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, judgments, so that we can be fully present right now. Open up your palms. Either one works perfect put it right over your forehead. We're activating the mind. Your mind's infinite. Your mind creates your thoughts, and our thoughts create our reality. And when we don't like our reality, it's a sign. Time to change the way we think. So with love, we align our mind with our heart and the passion and the desires that live within infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Keep your hand on your heart, lift it away from the forehead, gently touch it back down. We're opening our heart and you know what? That takes courage. And as you open your brave heart to what? Your mind, your imagination, your dreams whole new level of possibilities begin right now. Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: And take both hands away and touch them down at the same time. We're unifying the mind and the body. One infinite field of the purest potential where everything's possible. This, my friends, is where we go from having dreams to living them infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: And relax. And take a deep healing breath. Let it go. It's time to connect to nature. Because nature, mother nature, is our nature. And the constant here on this incredible planet is change. Not random, seasonal. There's cycles, full moon. There's cycles of stars, migration pathways. The more we're connected to the elements of nature, the more we take on this incredible ability to dance and change. So I invite you to take your hands in the I love you posture. And everyone right now, imagine that one of your hands and Either one works perfect. One of your hands is the roots of a very healthy tree. And point it down towards the ground and just plug in. Just go like this. There you go. And feel yourself reaching deep. Feel yourself connecting to the core, the magnetic liquid core of Mother Earth. Take your other hand and put it over your heart and feel in your body, because you are a body of water. Feel yourself like an ocean wave crashing upon the shore. This energy is our energy. I invite you to repeat, I am a thriving body.
2: I am a thriving body.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Stay plugged in, bring it on out. As we align our mind with the mind of nature, the mind that recognizes that change is not only natural, but change is necessary. I invite you to repeat, I am a thriving mind.
2: I am a thriving mind.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Stay plugged in. This hand, all the fingers at the crown, aligning our spirit, with the spirit of nature, the spirit of the wind, free and easy. I invite you to repeat, I am a thriving spirit.
2: I am a thriving spirit.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Next, nice. Take a deep healing breath. Let it go. As we open up our palms, we appreciate that there's two of them right? We're totally grateful. Like, wow, we got two arms and two hands. And if you don't, infinite love and gratitude. God bless you. Take a moment to appreciate that we are a part of a world that is a world of duality, masculine and feminine, North Pole, South Pole, positive, negative, love and fear. But I've come to know that duality is not reality. The reality is this, love is the truth. And what love does, is it brings us together. And as you bring your hands together, and you bring it into your heart center, you'll feel the back of your thumbs fit into this sternal depression. It's made for that. You, right now, are consciously connecting to the field of energy That connects all of creation whatever you call it however you get there it's beautiful and it's celebrated and feel the light of the divine illuminating from within feel it breathing you I invite you to repeat i am a body of oneness
2: i am a body of oneness
1: all is well
2: all is well
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Bring it on up. We align our mind with the mind of oneness. I am a mind of oneness.
2: I am a mind of oneness.
1: All is well with my mind.
2: All is well with my mind.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Bring it all the way up. As we align our spirit with the most high vibration, I am a spirit of oneness.
2: I am a spirit of oneness.
1: We are all one.
2: We are all one.
1: And so it is.
2: And so it is.
1: Infinite love and gratitude.
2: Infinite love and gratitude.
1: Relax your arms. Take a deep healing breath. And welcome to the present moment the instruments tuned, now just pay attention. Be aware that you're aware. Notice that you have the ability to notice. Observe how it feels to be here in your body, in the room that you're in, in the space that we've created. Wendy, I'm curious, what do you notice about how it feels to be present?
0: You know, it feels very relieving. Uh, I think that, like a lot of people, I'm getting... uh, I need to do daily exercises yeah. or meditations to stay focused. It's a practice, it's a bit of work because it's it's very easy to start thinking about the future and worrying about that or worrying about the past or or what what have you, what's gonna happen. There's this fear and uncertainty a lot of people are dealing with and they, they have to stay present and, and grounded or you you just kind of succumb to this this cumulative, uh, you know, conscious fear of the world experiencing right now.
1: Yeah. We get caught in the riptide, you know, and if we're not educated about the riptide, the natural tendency is to fight against it. But it's okay that the mind goes into the future and has anxiety. It's okay. It's okay that we go, I wish I would have, could have, should have got that online business or done this or whatever it might be. It's okay. Be compassionate, be gentle, be curious with this part. No one chooses pain, fear, and stress, yet we all experience it. We're all healing, Wendy, from something. The second step of the lifeline, and we're not going to go into it now because there's it just it's a whole other process and it's it's a strategic intelligent step-by-step way of creating a relationship with this part that can't stay present with this part who is caught in the riptide who is the riptide and um you know the riptide is meaning it's not to kill people you know it's it's part of the circulation of the ocean right and when we learn, like oh when i allow and i let it go i can just easily swim to the side and then come on in that there's a natural law that not only lives in nature but lives in our mind and therefore influences how we feel and therefore influences how we heal and that when we influence how we heal our presence becomes a healer for others and this is so important right now i've I've been i've been i'm so grateful i know what i know and people that know the lifeline They're so grateful that they know what they know. And I knew at some point in my life, because once you know this, you know this. I knew that there would be a time in life that this would be so important for people. I had no idea it would look like this. I knew that at some point people on the planet would need this to do what I feel is the most important thing a human being could ever learn how to do. And that is stay in the present moment and process your emotions. I, I, that is, that makes or breaks a relationship, a business, health, our ability to stay present in process emotions is the making or breaking of every minute to magnificent experience of life is, is that and, and the lifeline is is a, is a process to empower uh, us in in this way with infinite love and gratitude
0: yeah, I mean, a lot of people are feeling fear right now, but that has a purpose. It's a survival mechanism that can propel you into action. And yeah. so and and it's certainly I know I'm moving. I' it's you know, I think a lot of people are doing things they might not normally do because they are they just want to feel like they want to take action or take control, feel some measure of control, but you you have to do these tight, you have to have some sort of tool set to stay present and the now as well and i i love that it's so important yeah and
1: you know it when we're aware of something and it's scary the reality is if you can do something about it do it but if you're in a moment where you're scared and there's really nothing you can do about it right then and there then that's a time for a lifeline so you know i noticed something going on you know, I get a gut instinct. Don't trust that. Don't, you know, don't do that. You know, go do this. Then take action if you can. But if you're like, well, I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be and I'm really scared, you know, but I'm really not in any imminent danger right now in this present moment. Meanwhile, I'm thinking catastrophic outcomes. When we find ourselves in that moment, that is a sign that that imprint, that condition T minus one, that memory that hasn't been processed is being activated. And that is happening for us, not to us. That is the portal to the next greatest version of ourselves as individuals, but we're all interconnected. It's an evolutionary component of human beings that we're awakening to the power of compassion, to understanding, to acceptance, to love, to forgiveness. You know, when does the war stop? You killed my sister. You killed my brother. At what point do, you know, do we find a common ground and then take action in an authentic direction of reciprocal, committed, loving, compassionate, kind relationships? At what point? And that point is when everyone says, hell no, I wouldn't choose this. And you talk to anyone who's in any level of pain, fear, and stress whether it be the wars in the Middle East or whether it be, you know, what's going on with, you know, all aspects of COVID-19, Corona-19, nobody would choose this yet. We're all experiencing it. So our ability to respond, which is about taking responsibility, our ability to respond versus react to the reactions Versus fear, the fear rather than being angry that you're angry or frustrated that you're frustrated. Our ability to go, Well, hey, heart, you're scared, you're afraid, you're overwhelmed. I'm going to give you permission, permission to feel it consciously right now. I'm going to feel it in love and gratitude. I hate it. In love and gratitude. It sucks. In love and gratitude. Oh my God. In love and gratitude. <sighs> and then I find the center point, And then I go deeper into my heart and I go, Heart, what do you desire to feel? What do you desire to feel? And if you stay still, and it might take a minute, five minutes, who cares if it takes 30 minutes, your heart will talk. It'll create a feeling, it'll speak with a voice, it'll give you a vision, and it, maybe it'll say, this is what mine just said, confident. My heart just said confident. So now I use the second golden rule and I say, I'm focusing not only where I'm going, because my heart's my leader, but I'm going there as if I'm already there. Because the brain and body don't know the difference between memory, reality, or imagination. So I'm gonna take it to the summit, the peak point of the mountain, where I'm living the dream. So if I was already confident, I could say, I am confident. I am confident. I am confident. And now we begin to create a vibration that is of a higher self vibration that came from the heart authentically from within ourselves, within us, that enables us from this I am confident space to create a loving relationship with that part that has been imprinted and conditioned. And there's this dynamic, it's a dance, and it's it's so magnificent, it's beautiful, it's alchemy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people are trying to make sense of this, maybe making decisions about their life. And you don't want to make decisions out of fear. You know, you need to get still right. and listen to your heart. Li- and you have to be still to get correct messages from your intuition. You have to make decisions based on your intuitions. And you have to do exercises like this and do still and get still to get. these proper intuitive messages and then make decisions based on that, not out of fear.
1: Right. Because decisions out of fear will create realities out of fear. And when we're focusing on avoiding or making go away, and now we're all in social isolation. And so we're all about avoiding getting away. That's fear. That's what fear does. Fear avoids, makes it away. Love says, all right, I'm the common denominator. I take responsibility for where I'm at. What I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, and in the face of this, this is where I'm going. When we can learn that simple step, getting present, letting myself feel infinite love and gratitude. Hell no, I'm not choosing this. What does my heart desire? There's a process here, you know. Then we can truly begin to make more confident, rational decisions. Man, I would love to have a session with some political leaders right now. <laughs> I'd really love to have a session with some political leaders right now so that, so that we could get present because there's so many things at stake, so many things, you know, so, you know, and would I choose that? Heck no, not a chance. What do I choose? So, and this is the game and it's, you know, and every day we start over and and life's a practice versus a perfect and just do your best because your best is always enough. Just do your best. That makes a big difference.
0: Well, Dr. Weissman, thank you so much for joining us today and imparting your wisdom and your, you know, decades of experience in helping people overcome trauma. Can you tell us where we can find you and join your your course or your uh, series of webinars that you're hosting? Yeah,
1: yeah. The best thing to do would be to go to our website. We're literally launching the marketing of it today. So the best way to do it would just be to go to our website, which is thelifelinecenter.com. So www.thelifeline, center www.thelifelinecenter.com. And if you just um, sign up for our newsletter, then we'll send you specific information about the three-week free webinar that we have that will be, you know, a great value.
0: Fantastic. That sounds like an amazing resource. So guys, if you like what you heard today on the show, go check it out. So everyone, thanks for tuning in today. You know, I hope that uh, this show helped you ground, helped you release some fear, helped give you some ideas and tools about how to handle your situation at the moment. So thanks for coming on, Dr. Weissman.
1: Thank you so much, Wendy. Infinite love and gratitude.